thing is that when all we want is for the other to change, to be more tolerant, more open-hearted, kinder, softer, etc. with us, we are setting ourselves up for disappointment and unnecessary pain. So right from the start in this episode, let's accept the truth that you do not have the power or the right to change others. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you have more peace and more harmony in all your relationships. The holiday season is here, and whatever it is that you celebrate, the end of the year is full of family gathering rituals all over the world. And this year is different than previous ones because it's been almost two years of global hardships. COVID has affected us all. There's no denying that. In some countries and places, restrictions are coming back, so you may not be able to gather with your family. In some other places, though, like in the United States, restrictions are being lifted and people are traveling to see their families again. So over the holidays, you may be getting together with your family again. And maybe you are hoping that all the unhealthy and unhelpful dynamics that happened in your family during holiday gatherings before COVID stay there and don't come back. Maybe this year, instead of having a list of gifts that you're asking for, what you are really wanting is that your brother-in-law doesn't make vociferous political remarks that evoke anger in you. Or maybe your real wish is that your sister doesn't spend dinner telling you how easy it is for you because you don't have children, or because you don't have as many children as she has, or because you don't have children with the kinds of difficulties that she has. Or maybe you're really hoping that you're not stuck in a conversation with that old family friend who's always invited and who will chew your ear off talking about the history and the nitty-gritty of counting calories, something you have heard many times for many years and it doesn't interest you one bit. If you're heading towards the holidays with hope that others don't do what they usually do or communicate in the same way they communicate with you, well, then this podcast episode will be super helpful, or at least it can be. You know, before I decide to take someone on as a coaching communication client, I have a chat with them to hear about their needs and see if I can support them with my whole heart, not just the skills I learned and developed. And when someone interested in working with me tells me that they need their partner, their boss, their father, their roommate to be different, to communicate in a way that can bring more ease, more safety, more connection to their life, I usually say, well, then I would need to work with your partner, your boss, your father, or your roommate if this is what they really wanted. The thing is that when all we want is for the other to change, 
to be more tolerant, more open-hearted, kinder, softer, etc. with us, we are setting ourselves up for disappointment and unnecessary pain. So right from the start in this episode, let's accept the truth that you do not have the power or the right to change others. It's a beautiful wish to have others be kinder with you. And of course, you deserve all the kindness. But when you believe that you can only enjoy your family if your brother-in-law's political comments aren't there, or you can only be okay if your sister gives you some space or some respect for your life and your choices, or that you can only have fun at a family gathering if your cousin comes to the rescue and takes you away from that old family friend who's telling you the same thing year after year, then what you want is for others to change because somehow you believe that if they change, you'll be okay, you'll be safe, you'll feel connected, you'll have fun. And that is the kind of wish we had when we were kids. If only mom lets me wear what I want. If only dad lets me sign up for singing lessons. If only my second grade teacher lets me play games with my friends in class. Then I can be okay. I can be happy. It's important to understand that this kind of thinking, wanting others to change to make it easier for us, is natural in human development. Because when we were children, we depended on that external environment for our own well-being. And we didn't have the psychological ability or the communication skills to find our own well-being when the external environment wasn't meeting our needs. So let's just take a big breath and acknowledge that you are an adult now and changing others is neither yours to do, nor within the realm of your capacity. Others will only change when they recognize that what they are doing is not helpful, because that's not what they want, and they are ready to want something else. Now, I'm not here to take away all hope. Much on the contrary. My husband sometimes laughs at my sense of optimism. I actually couldn't devote so much energy and heart and time talking and teaching about how we can bring in more peace and harmony to our relationships if I didn't believe it was possible. And in all honesty, I have the evidence too. So what I'm trying to say here is that there are things you do have the power to influence that can actually start to bring shifts into your family dynamics. You have the power to influence your experience. You have the power to influence your view of others, how you communicate with others. You have the power to influence your ability to stay or interrupt a dynamic with others. And that, my dear listener, is very powerful and very doable. So if you really want to start changing the dynamics you have with some members in your family during this holiday season, I am going to share with you one of the most powerful transformative communication skills that's shifted dynamics in many families, including my own. Before I tell you about them, 
let me share about a long-term dynamic in my own family. One of them was with my eldest sister, or oldest sister, as we say in the US. Although I have to say eldest, or else I get this picture in my head of my English professor holding her head and yelling, if you want your degree, you need to speak grammatically correct English. We'll leave that for another episode. Okay, I digress. Going back to telling you about my sister being the optimistic person I am, I could not stand the fact that my sister would not communicate much with me or share much of anything with me, and that when I visited my hometown in Argentina where she lives, she'd only tell me about her negative and painful experiences. As the years went by, I dreaded seeing her when I traveled back home. I used to think, she's going to bring me down. Why can't she be a little lighter and brighter so I can feel lighter and brighter? I spent years being mad at her and judging her for not being able to feel gratitude for all that she had. I spent years mourning the loss of the memories of my sister when we were younger. Her sweetness, gentleness, grace, I believed they were all gone. I spent years hoping I could get her back to where we were when I was nine years old and she was 22. All I could see all those years was how she needed to change to quote-unquote make my experience better for me. But one day, I was in my car waiting at a red light in the city of Oakland in Northern California, and it just dawned on me how different life was from her, from her perspective, from her experience. The light changed to green and I had to find a spot to pull over because I could not stop sobbing. Seeing her life from her eyes allowed me to connect to her reality. She experienced a lot of pain. From her perspective, life was not easy at all. And it was then that I understood why when I came home, she only told me about her painful experiences. Being able to put myself in her shoes for just a few minutes allowed me to shift my own experience with her and show up differently in our relationship through the way I communicated with her. It's not that I said to her, okay, now tell me all your problems. I want to hear about every single one of them. No, it was that something inside of me had changed. And so when she shared something painful with me, I no longer took it as she's dragging me down, disturbing my Zen. I'm not going to say that it's been easy, but I can say that it's been worthwhile. A couple of months ago, I called her on video and we laughed. It was a little moment, but it was also a big moment. I no longer need to avoid her. In fact, I can pick up the phone, press her number, and talk to her. I can tell you that she still doesn't share much with me, but once in a while, I get a text with some tiny celebration of something in her life, and when I do... I feel so honored to be the recipient of that. And of course, I do let her know. So if there's one thing you can do to start shifting the experience of the dynamics that you have with someone in your family, 
That is to allow yourself to set your own perspective about how things are aside and try on theirs. Maybe your brother-in-law makes those remarks because he feels he's the outsider in the family and it's his unskillful way of saying, I know I think differently and it hurts me not to feel accepted by you. The only way I learn to take space and be heard is by making loud, indirect remarks and I get mad when others feel hurt by them instead of understanding how hurt I am. Or maybe your sister compares herself to you because she doesn't feel seen and so the way to get seen by you is by taking up all the air in the room and not be fully aware that by doing that, she's not seeing you. Or maybe your old family friend feels awkward at these family gatherings. After all, this is your family, not his. So maybe he wants to contribute with what he thinks is useful information, because the truth is that nobody in these gatherings expresses a real curiosity about him or his life. So if you have a family dynamic that you'd like to shift, you can ask yourself these five questions and this will help. Number one, what's so uncomfortable or painful for me about this dynamic? Number two, what ideas or judgments do I have of the other in this dynamic? Number three, how do I believe things will be different for me if the other changes? Number four, now that I'm an adult, what could their perspective be like? How could the other be feeling? What could they be experiencing? What could be important to them that I haven't been aware of before? And number five, how can I communicate with them differently so that I know I can be okay inside, even if they still do or say whatever they usually do or say? And if you haven't written these questions down, don't worry. I am going to add a link in the show notes so that you can get these questions. Now, after you try this, I would love for you to share with me what you find out. It nourishes my heart when I hear about your discoveries and efforts to bring more peace and more harmony to your life and all your relationships. Now, let me recap what you heard in this episode. I shared about family dynamics and the wish we sometimes hold for the other person to change in order to make it easier for us. I also talked about how as adults, our well-being no longer depends solely on our external environment. I shared my own experience with my eldest sister and I offered you five questions you can ask yourself to help you shift a dynamic with someone in your family. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thanks to my client Michael for the work he did with me, changing his perspective about his family. May you have fulfilling holiday experiences. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao ciao. Original music by Gary Lapoe. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com. Thank you.